That took a fat minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Forget about it. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my god. You don't love the song? I think it's in Remember the Titans too, right? It must be. Is it not? I think it is. When Gary Bertier and his buddy Jerry Lewis are getting on the, the bus? Ah, oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Classic film. God, you hate this song? You hate America. Boom. Communist. Easy money. Go back to Russia. Alright, so this is Sports Bullshit. Episode 5. Could be 6. We're trying to get our... Uh, our head count on on points. It's uh, it's pretty difficult. We think it's six. We think it's six. We're going with six. Um, you know, we w- we wanted to lead in into the thirty minute little podcast that we got going on, talking about Russell Westbrook getting traded for Chris Paul. Obviously, that's the only news we've got going on with basketball. <laughs> um, other than that, we're gonna segue into some other things as far as just you know. Becoming a better person in life, what your motivation is, what your why statement is, executing versus thinking about shit, reading books, traveling, you know, that, yep, yep, yep. that kind of shit. So, um, you know, Westbrook going to the, to the Rockets, I mean, I don't know that for myself. I, I'm a huge fan of that. I think that they're obviously both super ball dominant. Uh, Westbrook atrocious at shooting a three pointer. <laughs> Maybe a better defender. No, not a better defender. No, not in today's NBA. Today's <sighs> NBA. I, me and Daniel were having this conversation oh, earlier. Sorry, guys. God, nice dude. We had this conversation earlier today. The league today, it's not like it was in the '90s where Michael Jordan was a great one-on-one defender, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna sit there, dribble, 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 and try to beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. That's not no. It's mm-hmm. a team. It's a team. It's about being in the right spot at the right time and doing the right thing. It's about being on a string, flashing correctly, rotating correctly, blah, 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 blah. There's a a ton of different things that go into it. Mm -hmm. And I think Chris Paul, his whole career has always been a guy who's been in the right spot at the right time. So defensively, I think they're worse because Russell Westbrook is a, I'm going to just kind of hang out kind of guy. I'm going to go get my triple-double and rebounds kind of guy. Got it. You know what I mean? So I don't think their defense is going to be nearly as good. Yeah. Um, Not that it was good before. No, 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 no. I mean, Chris Paul's old, dude. Like, he's he his his foot speed looks slow laterally moving side to side. So, for that, I don't think it's going to be worse with Westbrook either. Yeah, but know? at least Chris Paul's in the right spot. Russell doesn't try. Like, he could funnel a dude. Like, he can funnel a Russell, dude correctly. Russell's gonna... a gambler. That's yeah, exactly. Problem. Dude, steals are the most overrated stat in the NBA. They really are. You know who had a bunch of steals in the NBA? Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson didn't play a lick of defense. <laughs> He's a little Russell Westbrook like very much. Let me let me make my stats good. Let me Oh, and full disclosure, Allen Iverson is my favorite oh, yeah. Laker of all time. Perfect. That is my guy. Yeah. I am I no by no means any kind of physical stature compared to Allen Iverson, we look nothing or play nothing alike, but I try to play like him. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyron Lue. Yeah, Tyron Lue stepping over that dude. That was clutch. Anyways. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, it, it definitely adds a little parody. I think the uh, NBA guys, the Sports Center guys are, are considering them. A top five contender now? No, they didn't. Improve. They're not. They didn't improve or get worse. But are the NBA the guys? Are the NBA heads considering? The it? NBA heads have zero validation in me. They don't. I hear you. But what are they saying though? Because I haven't heard. I haven't really been 
watching Sports Center lately either. I mean, Damn, there's not a lot going on. No, there really hasn't been. Really but I mean, don't get me wrong. Offensively, I think they will be better. I yeah. think James Harden's going to actually get to take control of the team because Chris Paul's. I know. This, is you a, think there was a little bit of power struggle there? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a firm way to say it, but mm-hmm. this is my honest opinion. Chris Paul's a little bitch, dude. Mm. Chris Paul does not know how to talk to people. Chris Paul does not know how to adapt. Chris Paul is a my way or the highway. People like to say old school guy. I like to say fucking punk. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a punk ass move. Like, don't get me wrong. You don't need to sit there and be submissive to everybody and sit there and put your tail between your legs and follow orders. For sure. But there's a way of doing things. Yeah. There's a way to talk to people. There's a way to get your message through. And it's not through the way he is, especially since he's had zero success. Right. If LeBron James, who's got three chips, or Dwayne Wade, or, you know, a real one, a real daughter. Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard comes and tells you something, you listen. Sure. Chris Paul, no, dude, I'm not listening to you. Like, that doesn't mean he, – he doesn't have the same gravitas. And it's funny I say that is because guys like Dwayne Wade and LeBron James and those dudes that actually could get away with it don't talk like that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, dude, like, it takes a certain personality. It takes a certain type of person to win a championship and to be a leader, and, like, that's just not – the formula for success and then mm-hmm. additionally you being probably the smallest guy on the court never helps either i don't know like, i mean I, that doesn't, just looks that like doesn't, nah, that does, that, that don't, just i don't think that matters like, i know but he just looks like a little mouse or something like i don't really know he just looks like a little bitch he me. seems like a guy who demands respect other than the guy who has it yeah like lebron and Dwayne wade have he respect. demands respect but chris paul re- like yeah he demands it from the referees. Exactly. You know, he's always bitching. Like, fucking A. How miserable were the Clippers to watch? Ray, sorry again, dude. I was going to talk shit on the Clippers. but Oh, dude. No, not sorry, Ray. You chose to be a Clippers fan. <laughs> That's your own damn fault. All right. All right I'm gonna, hold on. I'm going to take a time out. All right. My cousin, who's like 6, 17, 16, Sean Maloney. I know you're not listening, but just in case you are. <laughs> This is like three years ago, three, four years ago. He decided to be a Clippers fan. He was like 12 or 13 oh, or God. however the math adds up, right? Jesus and Christ. he's like, I think I'm going to like the Clippers. And I was like, Sean, listen, I know Blake Griffin's fun. I know DeAndre Jordan has the coolest dunks in the world. Yeah. I know the Lakers suck. But you're doing yourself a disservice by yes, picking this team. For sure. I was like, yo, listen, I'm giving you an out. If you want to switch to the Lakers, I won't bring it up again. I'm not going to discredit you. You're just starting to like basketball. Yeah. Just go ahead and switch over. And okay. he's like, no, I'm a, I'm a Clipper fan. I like the Clippers. Okay. That's how he talks. So now what? And so now I he's sitting there all hyped on Kawhi and all this shit. He's really invested into it. What the fuck? Has this he day, been on it for real, though? No, he's an NBA fan. I mean, we've hooped with him before and stuff. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's better than he, me. It's too late, sure. dude. He's been five years in or whatever. He's he's a Clipper fan. God, so in wait. two years when Kawhi or Paul George leave and they don't get any no. chips and they have to trade all their, their picks away to OKC unprotected. We're not doing that. I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you get no pass. You had your shot. It was bothersome watching the Clippers and, like, how – I mean – there was a year when I remember they were doing all these sports center things on them and you know they were they were the number one seed like fresh off the gate like first 20 or 30 games. You remember that? Yeah. And they're like interviewing Doc Rivers at at practices and you know that year, whatever year that was, 2015, 14, whatever and then they just shit the bed. Something happened. That was Someone, the year they they blew that lead to the Rockets, wasn't it? The they were up three one, about to go to the Western Conference Finals, and the Rockets came all the way back and beat them. Mm, I don't even know, dude. I don't even remember in the Western Conference Finals. 
No, there was the semis. Clippers the semis, yeah, Clippers, the semis. Hey, I'm just the Clippers have never been to the Western Conference Finals. Not in the, the his, finals, no, the no, Western Conference. The West, in the history of their team's history. <laughs> I just wanted to correct you on that one, so it was impossible for them to be in the Western Conference. Damn. That's and you know what, dude, it's really unfortunate. You know what? People like to talk about fit and all this stuff, but look at their team that they had the seven or eight years or whatever it was with Chris Paul, Blake, and DeAndre. Go. They had Chris Paul, ultimate facilitator, ultimate floor general. He was a great defender at the time. Mm -hmm. The two, they had J.J. Redick, a dude that just sprinted around and shot over 40% for three his whole career. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Jordan, elite paint protector, elite paint protector, elite rebounder, and just – Phenomenal pick and roll big. Blake right. Griffin, a guy who can score on all three levels, a guy who's phenomenal around the paint, finished third in MVP voting, I think, in 2015. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Jamal Crawford, sixth man of the year, like 18 times in his career, you know, yeah. coming off the bench. They had, they had like, if you were to build a team, wouldn't you think, all right, I want a floor general, I want a lead shooter, I want inside presence, I want shot blocker, I want six man. They literally had the peak of everything. Definitely, 100%. So. Yeah. And they had Dog Rivers, championship head coach. You know what they're lacking? Leadership. They were lacking the voice. They were lacking the guy that to bring them all together, the glue. They had all these phenomenal pieces but never stuck together. Right. Chris Paul was not only not glue, but he was almost a detriment to the team in general. Mm-hmm. I think his shitty attitude, I think his inability to connect and really get into Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan's head and make them understand what was best for the team mm-hmm. was a real detriment to that team. Mm. Bars, bars. I mean, it didn't rhyme, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's it is crazy, dude. Because like, like how does that not work? I mean, you're right. The coach. I mean, look at what Doc Rivers did with that team this year. Like he's fucking outstanding. He could have been coach of the year potentially with some dog shit team. Not dog shit team. Like they had the good role players, but that's a credit to him developing these guys. A, but you know. Blake Griffin, you're right. Like a 20 plus guy. His mid range was kind of there, like no, his in his mid, prime. His Dude, it was there. Was there. He had a you great mid range. He even yes. shot like, you know, low 30s from three. And for his position and size, it's not bad. That's not bad. Chris, the sixth man of the year, like you said, some oh. good ass defenders. I know. Jamal. Oh, I thought you were adding. No, 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 no. But yeah, yeah, I was just saying. Like they had everything. And like to not at least get to the finals, like, fuck, that is like. That has to be at the leadership aspect of it all, you know? Exactly. Like, I think continuity, not in just the NBA, mm-hmm. but I think any workplace, anything you have, leadership and the right kind of leadership. The guy, a guy who knows how to conduct that role mm. is just crucial to almost any environment. And I think that's what they're lacking. I mean, Doc Rivers is great and all. He's a great leader, great coach, but. He's got one chip, and with that one chip, he has four Hall of Famers on his team, being Rondo, Ray Allen, KG, and Paul Pierce, who are all very vocal and very, you know, good, hard-nosed leader. Like Paul or Kevin Garnett will kick you in the ass, but he's also going to put his arm around you and, you know, help you there. He's not like a Chris Paul type. For sure. I also hate how much the Celtics overhyped that one championship they got. Like, there's some fucking 
three-year dream team that won three chips. Yes. Like, have you noticed that? First That's one annoying. that they've won since, what, 86? Yes. Like, calm down. 30 years, guy. They won 11 championships with Bill Russell in the 1970s. <laughs> like, oh, we have 17. 11 years. out of our 17, it's guys. Like, it's like, welcome. Yo, dude, that NBA was full, <laughs> had eight teams, and it was full of six-foot-five white dudes who couldn't <laughs> dribble with their left hand. Oh, I'm not trying to God. hear that, dude. Like, come on. That, that, that is, it's like the Yankees. Exactly. That Yankees. was me, dude. We would have been in the league. It's like, yo, I would have been in the NBA. And, dude, it's like the Yankees. The Yankees have 27 titles. Well, 20 of those were won before they let black people play. So right. calm down. Yeah. Like, calm down. That doesn't mean That anything. should automatically be like, yeah, that's like, that should be like taking steroids. I didn't let the black people play. That's like I took steroids, right? <laughs> that's a cheat. No. It's a cheat code. It really is. It's it's fucked up. It doesn't make no sense. Like, like it's like calm down. Like, listen, I'm gonna show respect to Bill Russell because he played against a competition he he had in front of him. Cool. And he won, but there's a big asterisk. Dude, Bill Russell was a fucking poor man's Draymond Green, which isn't saying much, you know. In my opinion, what do you think? Ah, I mean, he was was like, he that? He was a dude who got like 18 rebounds and 18 points. But like I said, getting 18 boards against a bunch of small white dudes is not as impressive as it might be made out to be. So I'm not going to discredit them, but I also am discrediting them. All right. So, look, guys, we, you know, we, we didn't want to talk too much about basketball. Obviously, we got out of hand because we could do that with any, any type of topic. But, we, you know, before this, me and Travis were, were chatting a little bit about, you know, just inspiration. What drives people? What drives people in sports? Like, have you noticed somebody might get to the NBA or the NFL and they've worked their ass off and, you know, then they just lose their bite a little bit, like, and then they're content with, with being, you know, maybe I make a million dollars to two million dollars a year, and I'm good on it. Like, I'm gonna just be a subpar player versus the people that are like, no, fuck that, I'm gonna be the best of all time. Like, where's, what's the difference? Like, how do you become the greatest in business, or how do you become the greatest in sports? Like, what do you think is the difference there, Travis? Well, let, let's let's. I I know sports references is all I got, but yeah, that's okay. Ben Simmons. Let's take a look at this dude. He's yeah. going into his fourth year in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Fourth year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. He missed his first year because he broke his foot, but it's not like he broke his shoulder. Still take Jays. Still didn't. He didn't break his elbow. He didn't break his head. You know what he broke? His foot. And you know what you don't need to shoot free throws. You know what you <laughs> kind of don't really need to shoot threes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, you want to have good elevation on the jump shot when you take it. But you don't if, – if you break your foot, your ass should be planted at the three-point line in your practice gym doing nothing but slinging threes three times a day, two-hour blocks. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, here's the deal. I firmly believe that I have small legs and calves because – and this is my excuse that I like to use. When I was a senior, I broke my fucking ankle. So I just worked out upper body because what else is there to work out? And, like, that should have been his mindset too, like – I'm injured. All I'm going to do is take jumpers. And, and, and that obviously was not the case because he's that's his worst part of his it fucking game. It should have been his mindset even without that. Like, guys were comparing him to Magic Johnson and LeBron James. Like, Magic Johnson made over 350 three-pointers in his career in a time and era where three-pointers were never taken. Right. I think Ben Simmons has attempted one in his entire career. He's attempted. Really? Yes. Ben Simmons attempted? has attempted, and it was like some half-assed to half-court shot at the end of a quarter. He doesn't even try. He doesn't have the balls. And there's a big thing that the NBA, like you listen to some of the guys that are in sports, you know, casting now and guys who do little things like that mm-hmm. talking about it, who have actually played in the NBA. And they always say, you know, there are some things about certain guys 
that kind of get in the way of their game. And that thing is ego. Yeah. Like Ben Simmons, apparently, not my own quotes, but Ben Simmons has always said, you know what? I'm good enough. I don't need the three-point shot. I don't need to take it. You know whose three-pointer sucks, but he takes it all the time is Lonzo Ball. For sure. Lonzo Ball is not a good three-point shooter, but he has the balls to take it. And part of getting good at something is take – you don't sit there and just shoot threes nonstop in the gym and not take one in the game until you're perfect at it. You don't just shoot 40% from three your first year trying to take threes. No, you work your way up, and that's just kind of like life. Like you may not be good at something – but you don't try it. Like me and Daniel, we suck at this podcast, but we're yeah. going to keep trying until we're good. For sure. Boom. That's fucking a great segue because number one, I just looked up. I think Ben Simmons has attempted like 12 threes in his whole career. But still, like I feel you. That's fucking might as well be. It might have been just an actual set shot because he has taken a lot of like end of quarter. End of what half. is this saying? I'm trying to read the stat, but I can't read it. All right. Well. You talk and I'll figure it out. Okay. So – it's point one a game or something. Anyways, um, God damn. okay, no, we're not, we're not okay. Ben Simmons has shot like twelve. We're gonna just go with that. Twelve all up, and he's not made one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In so, three years of playing basketball, he's so shot twelve. I shoot twelve in one Saturday at LA Fitness. Oh yeah, and I'm not good at it. One hundred percent. I don't because I have an ego too. And my you dreams. used to be. I used to be good at the three. Hey, I, me and Daniel play basketball a lot in our lives. He actually used to be a really great three-point shooter with his shitty-ass janky flat. But it wasn't awkward. miserable looking no, it used, then. No, it was miserable the whole time. But The used, whole time? Yeah, he just used to go for some reason. I actually had to respect that. Damn. Now I don't. Yeah, and no. half the reason I don't is because you don't even take it. It doesn't look different? You got to get in the habit. Does it look different or does it no, look it the same? No, it looks the same. The whole time the it's whole time the same? hasn't changed. Oh, well, then why doesn't it go in anymore? Because <laughs> you're not confident. And confidence, bro, I segue number two of the evening. Okay. Confidence is a very important thing. Like, you know what? It's not going to go in. You know yeah. what? We're not good at this podcast, but we got to keep doing it. I got to sure. be confident that we can be good. You yeah. can't. There's a difference between half-ass something and not trying. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's the same thing. There's a difference between half-assing something and sucking at it. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. If definitely. You're, definitely. If you're going to suck at something, suck until you're good. Don't just give up. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about that with my boss today because, you know, I don't know. He Sometimes I'll be talking to him, and, and he's he's the director. He's a little big shot, and he's got a lot of shit to deal with, and I understand. But I'll be talking to him, and I can see the glaze go over his eyes a little bit, and I'm like, this dude's not paying attention to me. So I was saying something about, like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of room for growth for myself in my, in my business place and things like that. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like – I was like, well, I mean, I could be a better communicator. I could I could deliver better speeches for the team. I could do all this. And he's like, no, nah, fuck that, bro. He's like, dude, you're doing what you should be doing because you're doing it. You know, like you're executing and who gives a fuck, you know? Exactly. And I was like, that's valid because like in reality, I haven't. I haven't been like, let me read all these books about how to become a better leader. It's all about experience. It's all about just trying it and just landing flat on your face and being like, well, fuck, that didn't work. Let me try this, this, you know, and experience is super valuable. And people are just so afraid of a failure that they continuously just seek for more wisdom before they execute. And, and, And reason being, dude, now you got me on a fucking tangent right now. Reason being is because all of us millennials, and that's me too, and Travis too. So don't we're not picking on nobody. Yeah, right. We fucking got eighth place trophies for fucking getting last place in the track meet that we did, and we got fucking you know when we played t ball. I remember I would ask, did we win the game? And 
the parents would say, you guys tied. Like, what the yeah, fuck is always that? A tie. Always a tie. Why? Um, like, I'll take the L if I took the L, but I'm not trying to get a tie. But that's the culture we, we grew up in. You know, I mean, classes were just stupid easy. Like, you didn't, you could just fucking sit on your thumb and, and grab at least a C or a B, you know, realistically. So, I don't know. Like, we were set up for, hey, you can do anything you want in your entire life. And then you get out into the real world and you're like, fuck, like, it's hard to land a good job. Like, I need to not only have a degree, but I have to have experience and I have to do all this shit. And, and like, a connection. And it, and then there's in a connection. And then there's just these people that are depressed and, and they're suicide. It's not because of, like, lack of communication or because of the internet or because of other things. It's because... We got raised to think we were the fucking the best person on this, you know, we're God's gift to earth. And then we realized, no, like, that's not the case, you know? Like you said earlier, failure. People are scared to fail. Dude, they it's, are, dude. It's, Failure is the best thing that could happen to someone. Oh, my God. Failure is the best thing. And I know it sounds corny and whatever, but, like, you're not going to learn something from doing it right. You're going to learn <laughs> shit from failing. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Taking the shot was a dumb idea. You're not going to know that was a dumb idea until you take the shot and you miss it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like with women. Like, if you're too scared to ever approach a woman, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to ever approach a woman. You're never going to win either. Yeah. Like, failure is what it is. I mean. For sure. I used to be very scared of women because I used to be really fat and I was very insecure. But, like, the first time I ever, like, approached a woman and talked to her and got rejected, it was like, oh. That was like, sick. Yeah. It's like, what? Okay, whatever. You're kind of pumped on, it's on like, it. It's like, like, hey, I tried. Yeah, like, thank God I did that. Like, I nutted up and I fucking handled it. Exactly. Like, nothing in this world is better than executing. And, like, me and Travis go and we, you know, we sit here on a Wednesday or Saturday. We drink a couple beers. We bullshit around. Maybe we don't, but, like. On on the next day, I tell my team and I tell my boss and I tell my friends, like, I went out and I fucked around and I talked and I sounded like shit, but I executed. You know, like, executing such a good feeling, who gives a fuck if you sounded bad? And too many people have these large egos and they don't want to share shit. We fully anticipate sharing this and people being like, dude, you guys are fucking stupid. And I know you're not going to tell us that. Cause you, you're like, we like you a little bit, but like fucking who cares? You know, we're just putting it out there. Criticism is welcome. You want to tell me that I should dump Daniel and do this on my own? Word tell up. Me. Hey-o. <laughs> there it is. No, but for real, like you said, criticism is always welcome. I mean, people need to be okay with that, but I don't want to sit there and discourage people from giving criticism, but you also yeah. have to know how to approach it. Yeah. Like when you get, when you have a guy that sucks at something and he's your friend, yeah, and you want to let him know to improve it. First of all, I think it's very important that you do say something. Yeah, it it's definitely important. is because if you don't, you're robbing them of an opportunity to get better in life. Yeah. Anytime, sorry, I'm gonna give this back to you real quick. But anytime <laughs> that my, my boss and my dad and my mom correct me on a behavior as you know a 25 year old person, like I'd I'd imagine it's hard. So for example, like you know. I bailed on this thing for my dad that he wanted me to go to. It was like a family friend birthday party and myself and my girlfriend had something going on. And I was like, Hey dad, I can't make it. And he called me and he was like, he's like, dude, you know, I understand. He's like, I raised you to be super independent. However, you know, my parents are divorced. So he's talking about my stepmom. He's like, Julie, my stepmom, she's going to be disappointed. She's going to say some shit. 
and it's going to piss me off. So I just want you to be aware, like, she's done the most for you. Like, try to make that effort. And I told him, I was like, hey, listen, I greatly appreciate you trying to correct my behavior because I'd imagine that's pretty hard as a grown man to, like, talk to me like that. You know, so I appreciate that. And I was like, as a result, I'm going to I'm gonna work on it, you know? And, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I know how fucking hard it is to confront somebody and try to correct the behavior versus just to let it let it sit, dude. Like, so when someone does that to you, like, please be thankful for it because that's hard. It's a hard conversation to have. It's much harder to not do shit. If someone doesn't care about you, they're not doing shit. If they do care about you, they're trying to correct your behavior. Yeah. It's the, I mean, that kind of just made me think of something at my work. You know, I work with about, I think, 25 to 28 guys, right? Mm-hmm. There's no women. It's all dudes. And we all just – we work together and we all have our own little cliques. And it's crazy how dramatic men can be, trust me. Like, it's, it's weird. But I always – thought that it's like yo if i'm nice to you that means i don't like you yeah <laughs> like if, if i sit there and kiss if i'm just like oh good afternoon how are you you know if mm-hmm. i sit there and talk to you nice that means that i'm not really a big fan of you right if i'm sitting there like he's like hey what's up Trav? I'm like hey go fuck yourself you know that means i like you yeah of course so like if if people are willing to sit there and give you them true their true selves whether it be through criticism or anything like that mm-hmm. you know like don't get offended try to appreciate it and if you're gonna give it make sure you give it in the right way that's all that, that's just you know mm-hmm. approach is a big thing in life yeah. Sorry guys, my dog's whining. She's uh we're over at Travis's for our first ever first ever podcast at Travis's house. Probably the last dude. Daniel doesn't like coming over here. No, not too much. Gabby. <laughs> I came over here because my girlfriend, I don't like to wake her up and piss her off because she's like always on edge. You'll wake Love me up. you, Gabby. You'll wake me up and piss me off. <laughs> so we came over here and then of course Gabby's like, you know you could be at my house, right? And I was like, Okay, babe. So whatever it is, what it is, we're gonna be nice because we're on air right now. We're talking smack when we yeah, got yeah, to talk smack. All we had, all of our twenty listeners. Look, hey, shout out to you though. Thanks for listening. If you yeah. are, if you have made it this far, I truly value you. I feel like we're doing all right. We're not. No, no, no. We, I think we're doing okay too. But if you've made it this far in episode six, apparently, and twenty-five minutes in, right? Listen, we appreciate it. So throw us feedback. If we suck, we suck. If you actually think we're doing things good, feel free to say that too. Please, Daniel needs the ego boost. I'm okay. Listen, this is an important thing, and this is something that I want to get out because I feel like once you admit these things, it allows yourself to almost be impenetrable or not vulnerable anymore. Impenetrable. Yes. Did I say that? No, you did. It's a big word for you. It is a big word, and I didn't mumble it, and I'm surprised. Honey, relax. I like it. I want to you sound like a college admit graduate. our shortcomings. I want to admit the things that we wish that we were better at. You know, for for the podcast, for our 15 friends that are going to listen to this. Shout out. So they know where the fuck we're at. And encourage you guys to tweet us or Instagram us. What are your shortcomings? So, so Daniel, tell me, what you're, tell me what your flaws are. Well, I think I'm pretty self-aware of, like, who I am. That's not a person. flaw. No, no, no. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So I'm just saying, like, I know, I'm self-aware enough to <laughs> – <laughs> I think going off of that, I think I could be a tad sensitive. <laughs> I think that I don't know. I mean, I wish I was a better communicator sometimes with my team in the business place. Um, I don't know. All right, you don't know. Let yeah, me tell you ahead. my flaws, you and then you, you think there. Yeah, you let me think. I'm sorry. Let that prove Jeez, it. Jeez, I didn't. I was going off the top of the dome. Hey, All right, well. I I have thought of this a lot. My specific flaws <laughs> that I think good, I though. have. I think that 
sometimes I know this is gonna sound bad, but I'm gonna say it's like sometimes I think I let my I think I got a little bit of ego. Sometimes I think I'm the smartest guy in the room all the time, and oh, I'm shit. not, especially when it comes to specific things. Sometimes I, I, I personally like, especially at work, I have this supervisor who he, it's hilarious. We all have this joke. It's like if you ask him a question or ask him something, he will never say I don't know. He'll always give you an answer, whether it's the right or just total bullshit. You know That's what I mean? Sweet. I hate that. He'll always do that. He's he not self-aware. He's not, he's not humble enough to admit that he just can't. I don't know. Let me Take find that out. out. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And that kind of helped me realize a little bit more about myself. Like, you know what? If I don't know something or if I'm not an expert at something, yeah. I should really accept that because I, you know, I've always, I've always liked to talk. I've always liked to voice my opinion, especially to my friends. They know I'm very mm-hmm. hard set in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I think when it, I think being humble is a big thing for me and I do need to, I, th- I need to listen to people more than I talk. Speaking of that, tell me your floss, Daniel. Okay. okay. We, got a, we got a minute and a half. Quick floss session. Not enough time to go All through right. yours. <laughs> Fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. I think my, my biggest flaw, my biggest flaw is that I can't make a fucking decision sometimes. I can't. You can't decide on what your flaws are. Is that valid? <laughs> yeah. I can't decide on what my flaws are. I can within my business because I understand my company's profits and losses, but I also understand my my agents and I know how to appease them. So with that, I'm really excellent at making decisions. But within my own life, I am not good at making decisions. I just feel like I'm just on the fence too much. That's my fucking biggest flaw. And that's it. Um, with that being said, we got like 30, 50 seconds in closing. We're just going to let it um, – we're just going to close it out, and uh, thanks for listening, guys. It was all over the place. We apologize. Kind of was off the top of the dome for this one. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it was pretty good overall. You know, I hope I hope whoever did listen to this, I hope it was a small spark of inspiration for, for you sure. to find your flaws and find different things that you are good at and really try to grow as a person. And remember to always, like the beginning of the show started, remember to express yourself. Boom! Hell yeah, there's your closure. And execute on your shit, you fucker. Yeah, it's dude. It's the easiest time in the world to do anything you want. We bought this mic and we put it on my laptop, and we're out here making a podcast. So Shout execute, out. and don't fuck around and contemplate. I wish I could do this. I right, love you guys. All right, bye. See you Saturday. Boom. <laughs>